Hello everybody, my name is Travis. Welcome back to Christians United Ministry. Today we're doing a, a quick Bible reading. I'm sure many of you, if not all of you, should be in church right at the, today. But if whether or not you are in church, uh, welcome back. And today's going to be a quick Bible reading. It's not going to be a full length because I do got to prepare a little bit more for this, uh, for my tonight's homily or tonight's epi episode, my tonight's weekly episode, English Today, please. Um, so we're going to go to Ezekiel 3 today. We're just going to, unlike normally, I'm not going to start from the top. I'm actually going to start at 17. I'm going to work our way down. And this is a lot, actually, to take in. And it's kind of, it's, it's completely different from what we've been talking about. Um, in a sense, it's not about wisdom. It's not about, you know, how do we really keep ourselves with God, but this is more about how we keep others with God and ourselves. And this is really, this sh sh sheds a light on how others, or we, others are affected by what we do, and we're affected by what we don't do for others. And now it makes sense when we get into this reading. So again, we're going to turn the page uh, to Ezekiel chapter 3. We're going to turn to verse 17. So that's so I'll get there. Here we go. Son of man, I made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth, and give the warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speaketh to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at thine end. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall surely die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Again, when a religious man doeth turn from his righteousness, and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall surely die. Because thou hast not given warning, he shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he hath done, shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man, and that the righteous man sin not, and he doeth not sin, he shall surely live, because he is warned, and thou hast delivered thine soul. And the Lord, in the hand of the Lord, was there upon me, and he said unto me, Arise, go forth into the plain, and I will there talk with thee. Then I arose and went forth into the plain, and behold, the glory of the Lord stood there. As the glory which I saw by the river of Chevar, and I fell on my face. Then the Spirit entered into me, and set me upon my feet, and spake with me, and said unto me, Go, shut thyself within thine house. But thou, O son of man, behold, they shall put bands upon thee, and shall bind thee with them, and thou shalt not go out among them. And I will make thy tongue cleave to the roof of thy mouth, and thou shalt be dumb, and thou shalt not be to them a reprover, for they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with thee, I will open thy mouth, and thou shalt surely say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, He hath heard, let him hear, and that he forbeareth. Let him forbear, for they are a rebellious house. And so that was, again, it was different, right? It was completely different. And... It kind of, you're like, how could someone else's sin be mine? 
that's not what he's saying. So let's dig right into what it is. So when you start 17, it says, Son of man, I made thee a watchman. Now, ESV and other versions call it sentinel. But here is a watchman. Unto the house of Israel, therefore hear the word of my mouth, and give the warning. Which means you don't necessarily have to warn everybody of their sins. I mean, if you see someone sinning, you should. Okay, look, bro, you don't want to be doing that. You know what I'm saying? But he's God saying, I will tell you when. He said, I will tell you that person is sinning. And if that person is sinning, then I'm telling you to go warn that person. Because he knows everybody's plan. So he had, remember, God has a plan of his own. So when he sees one of his other children or somebody else who could, who will benefit from a warning, he'll warn you. God has a plan. It's not really our, our place to question it. What is it, what is the meaning? What it is it? Just, just know that when he asks us to, to tell somebody, you need to warn them. He's saying because if they do it, if they do the sin that he's trying to prevent and you didn't warn him, you're just as responsible as he is. You're just as responsible as he is. If you saw someone walking to their death, if you saw somebody walking to where we know there's open shooter, do you not feel sort of responsible about that? I mean, I know it's kind of like, okay, that's extreme, but this is extreme. If you see someone walking to their death and you don't want them, then you're at fault for that too. And that's what we're saying here. Again, death is not life here, you know, flesh and blood. It's death above, from above, going into hell. Death is eternal. So when he goes down, he says, "If you if 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 you warn him and he did not turn away from his wickedness, then you're good." He was warned. He, God says, "He says, I believe a little bit." I think in ESV they say, "Oh no, no, no excuse me." It is in Matthew, but he says that the he removes that cloak. That cloak of excuse. I mean, they can't say, well, I didn't know. Well, you did know because I sent someone to warn you. Right? Let's go to uh, 20. Yep, verse 20. Uh, chapter, verse 20. And it says, When a righteous man who doeth turn from his righteousness, when a good man, a holy man, somebody who, do, who is holy of God of Christ, when he's about to commit iniquity, again, God is going to send a warning. Hey, do you want to really do that? And if he continues to do that, then. That's on him. But if it's it's on you, if he doesn't, if you don't want him, if he doesn't and you don't want him. And that kind of gives us a little, like, you know, when a righteous man is righteous, a holy man, that, that, that's, that's an indicator that you can still fall. Even though you can't call you, you could be a child of Christ, you know, you could be, you know, a holy man doing what the Lord asks of you, and you could still fall and commit iniquity, which is sin. But the one important thing I kind of want to point out is he says his righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered. So he said that you can be a righteous man all your life. It'll all be forgotten once you commit sin. But likewise, when you repent, your sin is forgotten as well. But God, we got to remember this. I'm going to do a whole episode in a few weeks all about repentance. But... um. Going about repentance, but when you repent, it's it's not as simple as saying sorry. It's trying to change. It's it's 
moving hard, working hard to change from that sin. Meaning, it's kind of like one of those things that actually speak louder than the words. Well, you're doing that. You're you you're changing yourself for God. You're changing. You're preventing yourself from committing that sin again. You can fall, but you still have to repent. Now we're gonna go into that. Um, so let's not dig too deep into that right now because I don't want to impede on the other episode. And let's go a little bit all the way down. A little bit. Let's go a little bit further down, 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 down. And it's kind of going back to saying, he that heareth, let him hear. Let's hear about that. Let, let's talk about that. Because it's like, well, he that heareth, well, everybody has ears. Everybody can hear. Unless you're deaf, obviously. But everybody can hear. He's not talking about that. He's talking about who can hear the message he's giving. The Bible is encoded, believe it or not. The Bible is not for everybody. The Bible is for his children. So when you read the Bible, like for me, for instance, I multiple times my whole life have been trying to open the Bible and read. And I was like not understanding it until I received the Holy Spirit. And then everything started making sense. Then I would start actually learning. So that is what he's talking about. So people will feel the Holy Spirit, his true followers of Christ, they will hear. In this house, people are people are not listening. People people are rebellious. This is a rebellious house. They don't want they don't want it. But the people who truly want to will hear him. He's saying, "Go there and I will open your tongue." Just continue speaking. Even though the whole house is like, it's like going, it's like being a Cowboys fan entering into the Eagles' house, watching the Super Bowl of the two teams. You can't, you know, naturally like, well, I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm not going to say anything because they're all Eagles fans. Well, he's saying, no, no, don't worry about that. I would would say, and him that will hear you, those true Cowboy fans will hear you. Here he's talking, the true Christians will hear you, will hear the message. So it's important that not only do we have to watch out for ourselves, we have to listen for God's uh, God calling us to help somebody else and prevent them from committing sin. Because that is, is equally as important as us not committing sin. Because we're human, we all make mistakes, and we need, sometimes we do need, not sometimes, we do need that help. And that's why God sends it. So it's here. It's remarkable as we see the length God goes to save us, right? Like, you know, he gives us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to do the right thing, to to come to come to him, to be his true follower, his true son or child. And even when we fall off that path, you can see what, the, what he'll do to bring you back. That is... One of the greatest, that is the greatest thing anybody could do for us. That is the greatest gift. That's how merciful our God is, our gracious. That is why it's truly important that we stay on the path of light and stay off the path of darkness, no matter what cost, no matter what suffrage we may experience. You got to give that glory to God and to nobody else. Because. God's giving us all his all. We got to give him our all. Well, that wraps up that Bible reading. Uh, to, today, later today, around 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be starting that episode. 
uh, that weekly, I'm going to call them weekly homilies, I guess. I don't know. Weekly sermons. Um, but it's going to, again, it's going to be all about temptation and how the devil uses it and even how, how the devil uses scripture. And we're going to see the right ways and wrong ways to handle temptation and how God handles temptation, the tools that God gives us. And we're going to go into how quickly we can temptation can cost us life because it's extremely important that we notice this in in the way that we have to fight it. So, you know, I feel like once we truly see how temptation is brought upon us, when truly temptation is brought upon us, which is not always temptation is actually not always good. By the way, we'll see that. That's actually a really good. One important thing I'm going to bring up is it's not always good. Everything's not always good. Like, you know, always about, oh, do you want money? Here, you just got to give up God. No. And we are actually tempted by evil as well and bad situations. So we'll see that today. I'm going to get around 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock at the latest. I'll start it. Um, just got to get some more information from the Bible. Um, to collect everything. But anyways, I really want to thank you guys for coming today to start today's Bible reading. I know it wasn't extremely long as it usually is. It wasn't always extremely long, but it wasn't a full chapter. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed something. If you went to church today, I would love to hear what you learned today. One thing you learned today from your church, I'd love to gather new information. I don't, I don't really care what church you go to, whether it's Baptist, Lutherist, uh, Protestant. Um, I love Christians. So... If you learned something from church and the message you think is important, definitely email me at Christians United Ministry. That's Christians with S, United Ministry at gmail.com. And if uh, something extremely interesting or something uh, that's worth being on the podcast, let me know and I will uh, look into it and somehow include it into one of my either Bible readings or weekly sermons. But uh, again, my name is Travis. This is Christians United Ministry. Have a wonderful day and God bless.